and welcome everyone to another episode of the Two Left Feet, the unofficial Labour Party podcast. I'm your host, David Vaughan, for another action-packed, exciting episode of political... (laughs) I can't even say that with a straight face. Political wranglings in the world of the Labour Party in the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland and other domiciles that are to do with it but generally it's the Labour Party within the United Kingdom and this week a great week lovely sunny warm weather brilliant to be out great bank oh well it was a great bank holiday weekend we had and then this past weekend that's just been for all of you people out there I suppose it's Wednesday for you but it's um still a lovely weekend for when we're recording this uh fantastic sun fantastic heat the grass is growing the greenery is getting greener and so are the politicians by the looks of it but anyway uh if uh, you do want to uh, contact us here on the two left feet if, if you if any previous episodes arouse your commentary passions uh, you can do so and you can get in touch with us on our email, our illustrious email address, which is labourpod at gmail.com. Or you can join in on the conversation and get in touch with us through our social media platforms of Twitter and Facebook and just search for at labourpod. Or you uh, can just uh, comment and share and like and subscribe to our our uh, uh podcast platforms which there are many and very and and they're brilliant um but before we go any further we will have to introduce and when i say have to we must because me talking for 40 minutes straight about nothing is is an impossibility so what i do is i get someone else who i know who can talk 40 minutes straight literally about nothing uh to make sure that this show gets filled up in completeness so without further ado Please let me introduce the co-host with the most, your local friendly neighbourhood councillor, Councillor Jay Bez Oaks. Hello, Jay. And we're off with the nonsense. <laughs> Let's get started. <laughs> what do you mean with the nonsense? Uh, just the politics of, <laughs> of the times we live in. It's like, it's like we've already started the summer recess already with like nonsense. You know how you get nonsense stories during... I, I, I mean, be careful using the term politics with nonsense. Oh, right. Okay. Because, you know, there, there's a lot of allegations getting flown around this week about people defending nonsense oh. and and letting nonsense get away with nonsense. And, um, yeah, in, in unrelated matters, um, yeah, we, it seems like the... Uh, Leadership for the Unite or the Unite General Secretary. Is it General Secretary? I have no idea. Is that the title? I think it's General Secretary. I think it is. Whatever it is. uh, Seems to be hotting up. And when I say hotting up, it's turning into a bit of a cat fest. Hmm. So with all the nonsense allegations that are being thrown around again. Is this the, the, uh, you know, this is something I I just don't know much about, but. And like, I try and stay away from it. Yeah, is this the right of the party United, getting United, upset that the left wing of the party have elected a left wing person? Oh my god! And yeah. uh, someone isn't is is slightly more left, therefore, mm. oh my gosh, I cannot vote for that person. Or someone is slightly more right or slightly more centrist. It's not the quite the same or the right the right kind of left. Therefore, they pull out daggers and claws and start scratching each other's eyeballs out. Well, I was reading the Morning Star. And um, you were reading the Morning Star just briefly, communist. Yeah, and um, they were saying how 
even... I don't know if you're the right kind of left for our audience. Even the Morning Star was calling Howard Beckett a militant hard-left person. So individual. I, I, yeah, individual. As a so, candidate. So I don't, I don't know what that says either about the Morning Star, the state of our party, or Howard Beckett, but it says something. Why? Why? <laughs> I, I, and, and then and, and, and there's a lot of uh, uh, comments come from Margaret Hodge as well about... Um, uh, what the... Who's Margaret Hodge? Uh, <laughs> right there's a whole there's a whole discussion in that envelope mm. right there um should we do a podcast on day margaret hodge no no <laughs> no i mean I, I i mean don't do unless the podcast involves uh dame margaret hodge mp uh coming on the show i mean i'm quite happy for for uh dame margaret to uh, to talk to us oh, i would love to to yeah. Listen to Dame Margaret well, consi- and consider- then talk for five seconds before she left. You know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, if 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 someone in that position or any any position within the Labour Party does want to come on the show, and I'm always, yeah, more than welcome to. Mm-hmm. I I think that there needs to be reasonable discussion from all parts of the Labour Party. Yeah. Even if there the there's certain allegations being thrown around, which I think is unfair and. I don't know if unfounded, but certainly um, there needs to be a calming sort of settling down. I know it's a big position. I know it's a serious election. Yeah, it is a serious. election. It should election. be treated seriously. And like, it, you know, yeah. But then, um, what, what, what's uh, what's Beckett's full name? Howard. How, Howard Beckett. That's. A, I think it might have come from certain things that he said that uh, he believes that there is a conspiracy within the upper realms of the 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 part parts of certain old centrist labor party mps and centrist is but that's a load of bs anyway but um that there's a, there's a conspiracy that uh they're trying to remove or uh, eventually uh weed out hard left wing labor mps from the plp which is the uh, uh, parliamentary labor party uh which his response is if he becomes unite Unite's leader, he will then defund the Labour Party from Unite membership, or he will not give uh, uh, funds towards candidates who aren't his kind of left. I think that's where it's come from. Well, that's... I think that's that's the shot that was fired Yeah. in in Belgrade or wherever. Hmm. Um, and then and it, this, this sort of accumulation of uh, now people are throwing things from both sides... You know how dare you say that? Then there's massive ultimatums in its in its. When when is the decision going to be made? When are they going to go? No idea. I don't know. It's soon. It's got to be soon. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Unite member, so I. I... It would be really good to get comments on this from people Proper, who are involved yeah. who are involved in Unite. Yeah. I mean, I'm a member of a union, but not the big one. The big unions. No, no, I'm community union. I'm community as well. <gasps> oh, this is a community podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> you're community union too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The third sector to support. One of the best. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, absolutely. Do you know what? Mm. The, uh, when lockdown started last year, they were the first to reach out to me. Yeah. Same. They were. They were the first. Really good. Email and, and, they, and they've kept in touch yeah. throughout. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Join a union. Yeah. Um, yeah. Join any union. Not you know like seriously. If, like, well, you know. I mean, there's there's some unions that pass themselves off of unions that aren't unions. Well, yeah, but they have to t- say that. Yes. They yeah. can't just pretend. Not just any union. <laughs> yeah. Affiliated unions. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, or unions that will become affiliated. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the Unite, 
I, uh, uh, maybe, maybe before going up on this episode, we should have researched when the vote will be for Unite's leadership contest. But we haven't because it's a sunny, sunny, sunny Sunday. We don't do research for this. Po- well, we rarely do research. Well, it's, for this it's podcast. just no. We, we pick a thing, pick things up uh, uh, yeah. as the week goes on, and then mm-hmm. you know we we come and talk about it here if we're not doing sort of um, vanity pieces where we're looking at old. MPs that we That's sort of admire, it, yeah. or <laughs> elections that we want to cover, or, or or such and such. But back to the point of um, any 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 uh, prominent Labour or union people who who persons who want to come onto the show and have a, a discussion, by all means, there I, is an I open love... invite out there for any mm. candidates, any councillors, any MPs, any Senate members, or members of the Scottish Parliament, or whatever, or for or even former, you know, alumni of, of what do they call the old. It's not alumni. It's um, uh, gra- not grandees either. For for, for former MPs, former, is it? Oh, there you go. former parliamentarians. I thought. I thought. Yeah, veterans. Alumni would be what you know you could describe them yeah. as, or alumni mm. in America. Anyway, I'm that's not sure what they call it alumni anywhere, but yeah. Well, I thought it, yeah, it's an aluminium joke. Mm. Anyway, oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, destroying humor yeah, yeah, all across the well, podcast you know, <laughs> since 2019. Start, start as you mean to go, isn't it? Um, yeah, so we'll we'll be looking into more of what's going on there. It'd be interesting to see because I, 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 I don't know how to see it because it, it's, it's like the threats from Howard Beckett that he's going to defund um, part of the Labour Party because... It's worth no- noting that they've been saying that for about 20 years. It it is you know it is but if they did break away that would be well it's not just like it, it's it's the, it's the point I think they're trying to make is uh, the Labour Party is the political wing of the unions yeah so I think it's the case of that they're trying to state their authority that they that the unions hold the power within the party generally I mean the members membership does as well but as we've seen in the past in previous conferences. Um, the unions do hold a massive, massive block of power. It, it depends on the structure of whatever you're talking about. Often it's a third and a third and a third. So the elected bodies, the CLPs and the unions, they each hold a third. That's how it tends to work, or the, the old system was. And then there's shifts and movements between trying to create one member, one vote, that kind of thing. Um, Between, you know, the collegiate system and trying to have a different democratic system i'm torn i always think that these elected politicians and unions should have less influence than they do but that's not the same as saying i don't want unions involved at all no but what i would say is that union members should have a vote the same as a member of the labor party should have a vote everyone should have a vote Mm. uh i don't know i mean but but then but then but then this is the argument that unions will put over is the labor party is the political organization formed from the organization of all the unions. So it's you know it's it's yeah, it's the political it's the political, political arm of the TUC, the, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Which and I but think, it doesn't behave like that, and that's a problem. No, which which I think is the whole debate now in the Unite uh, leadership contest. Mm. But which, unions have changed since they started in the TUC. Yes, you know, yes. So so that so the whole thing needs to be looked at. The whole. Let, well, it goes, then back, is it, is goes it, back to what the Labour movement is. You know, yeah, what do we and, want and, that and, to and, be? And there is a, there is a pull and a, a, a throw mm. from there because you get the political arm of the Labour Party saying, "Hang on, unions, you you can't be saying things like that, or we're not going to get elected." 
or you know we're not going to come to power if that's your attitude and and the way you're going and you saw it things in the 70s you know by 76 77 78 you know and there were the positions there where the unions were hold you know saying to the labor party no no this is the line we're going to take and that's it calling people like roy jenkins absolute traitors and and yeah that, that happened um when again people like roy jenkins were saying no we can't do that we have to do this to maintain power and have a a, a better outlook on our future we we must follow these more mm. and it is a moderate prog- progression um whereas a lot of union and uh, certainly what, what and i think this is the th- this is the point from the centrist side is when you get the the more excited and, and enthusiastic left winger it's for for what they call they call it middle england but that, that that's that's rubbish it's it's sort of middle middle ground of everyone and i don't mean centrist i mean people who don't care most of the time about politics who then are forced come election time or when there's a news story to discuss politics most people don't like change people are creatures of habit people like their routines like the same you know they 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 want to uh, do the same if they've fallen into a, a nice routine that they're happy with they don't want too much change and it's that sort of balance between the two because to get to the those electorates uh, to to the, uh, to the voters yeah electorates uh to the voters and explain to them where you want to go as a political party saying that we're going to change everything overnight and so much will be different is is a, is is a, is a nonsense to a lot of people because they just go oh no no don't change don't don't change too much and and and, and it's and it's this fight between what's what's right yes okay a lot of 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 um enthusiastic left wing people do want change immediately overnight and you know it, and and then they start seeing terms like revolution which scares people off but if it was if it was that ideas with a a thought out not slow approach but a paced approach that would be a vote winner do you think i think it's would I genuinely broadly agree with what you said. The point of, you know, the whole having a big, just, we're going to change everything sort of thing. The way you ground that in terms of politics is by introducing policies and telling people how you're going to change things. Because that brings it back from revolutionary type notions into um, more, you know, concrete sort of building blocks of what policies you're actually going to introduce. So higher minimum wage, that sort of, you see this in America all the time. When Democrats aren't saying things, the right wing will just start screaming, oh my God, they're socialists and blah, blah, blah. So they need to introduce dramatic changing singular policies. Yeah, but then that, that's dictating the, the, the news cycle, as they call it there. So that's their way of, of making sure that if there's, if there's a gap and there's a void, yeah. you fill the void. Yes, before but, that's, someone but, that's, else fill- but that's the concern you were saying, isn't it? Like having people just say, unions or anyone the labor movement just say we're going to change everything we're going to make everything better and people that scares people ground it in some policies yes we haven't had any policies no and we've said this on last week's episode Mm. where you know where where are the policies he had a perfect opportunity on oh by the way bit of um uh, feedback on um the piers morgan interview with keir starmer yeah uh a lot of people who would i consider um 
not completely right wing, but maybe possibly uh, right wing voting. Yeah. Uh, thought he came out very well on that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. So unless the, you're going to use the my words on what I said in the podcast last time against me, I think. You know, like which was what? I don't know. I think. I think it was nice to hear from him. It was normal. You know, he sounded normal and everything. The only thing I was disappointed to buy, which I think is what we got onto last time, was his internal party stuff he was talking about. Yeah, where there you was, know. there was, yeah, and and, yeah. and no policies. No policies. Yeah. Have you got his email from him, though? Uh, there was an email. I might have clicked on it and not read it. Yeah. Why? So if you're a member of the Labour Party, you should have got an email about the policy consultation that's happening over the summer. Oh, so no, get involved I've not seen that. If you can... And and get involved in that. Oh no, I've not seen that. That's um. Oh, which which brings us on to another subject. If you if you are a, a Labour Party member, we've got all the motions to conference coming up. Yeah. And yeah. I think um by the time this goes out on the on Wednesday, so in a couple of days' time, on this goes out Wednesday ninth of June. Mm-hmm. You've got until, and your CLP has got until. 12th of June, so the Saturday, so Saturday coming. No, Friday, 11th of oh, June. Oh, oh, right. Noon, 11th of noon, June. Noon this constitutional Friday. constitutional amendments and um, Cons- nominations to conference. So nominations to conference for the CAC, which is the conference. Not just the CAC. A few yeah, yeah, bodies. there's others. I'm sorry. Joking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> CAC, which is the... Constitutional Arrangements Committee. No, the Conference Arrangements, arrangements Committee. Beg your pardon. Uh, then there's a lot of what else? There's the CLP. P. There's the there's various sections of the uh, constitutional committee, which is the the big the, the ultimate makes the rule board. book for the Labour Party. No, they decide on disciplinary matters. Oh, so, right. they, so they decide whether members are expelled or not. Essentially, is what they do. Oh, right, right. So, th- th- so they need more people because those processes are taking too long. No, there there's people have retired, left. It's just a bog standard. So why is it taking over people. six months to sort some applicate or some uh, cases out then? Because the whole system doesn't work properly. Oh, but okay. partly because you rely on one committee to do all of that. So what, what about so so this committee needs to be so this, so this is really important then because if these people who are going to be it's really important nominated yeah. and, and and elected at mm-hmm. conference to be a part of what was the um what was the body so it's the constitution national constitutional national committee. constitution committee mm-hmm. the ncc yeah uh so this body then sort of looks over people who have been suspended from yeah, the party. Yeah, they're the ultimate body that decides on, on, dis- on what, disciplinary on matters. On disciplinary actions. Yeah. So so members who have been suspended since last November, and yep. not, that that's the body that will d- mm-hmm. decide. And then well, what do they do? Do they have the decision or do they refer? So the NEC, the National the su- Executive Committee, refers the case to the to National the NCC, Committee. Yeah. yeah, and the NCC decides, not the NEC. Yes. So the so it's so this it's meant to be acts as an independent. So body. so what so basically, the people who are going to be part of the NCC are going to decide on certain members' futures. Yes, that we're not allowed to speak of. Yes, because the cases. Yes, and they're things that are happening. Yes, uh, there you go, people. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's important to note that you want to you want to pick people who are considerate and they know you know they've got a bit of reading you know that they're able to assess information that kind of thing. It's not just political, but it's also political in the sense that you don't just want people who will follow the party line and whoever's in charge. So I think having a few not rebels on the NCC, but 
people who will say hang on a minute is this the right decision is really really useful for bodies like that yes yeah. but then that's then then that's for the membership to vote and, absolutely and when it comes to conference time when you'll be asked to vote for these people know who you're voting for yeah or, and what yeah. they stand for and then make that judgment are they are they um a, a more sort of uh, mild-tempered people that don't get swayed easily by, yeah, you know, stuff that happens, or are they completely one-sided? And if and and then it and then it's up to you personally how you go on that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's a nice balanced, a, ba- yeah. a, a balanced committee, a balanced That's, court. You want a yeah. balanced court. So uh, conference stuff. So we got that. We got all those positions. We've oh, we've got um, loads then, of positions in in young labour. Yes, which, I've seen those. Yeah, so which, people um, who are members who are twenty-seven and under. Yep, I can't believe it goes that high. I will be. This will be my last chance, last time I can nominate. Right, but I won't be able to vote. Oh, because I'll be turning twenty-eight before conference. Before conference, yeah. Ah, oh, well, at least one thing's going to happen. Your, well, your age is going to start catching up with your face. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, I mean, most people who see a picture of you just won't believe that. That you know, I've been telling people that I'm 28. You know, always my next birthday's my 29. Yes, yeah, and mm. you know, people and some people actually believe it. Thankfully, but oh, bless them. But people genuinely think when you say that, they think you are actually taking the mick. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that. <laughs> yeah, just say, I'm. I'm, I'm you know, you will see pictures of me on on Twitter or wherever. I'm quite public about all of this, and and you will think, hang on a minute, he's not. 28. No, he, he's not. <laughs> he had he, he's had a tough that's, milk round as a kid. That's what ten years in the Labour Party. Labor Party does, <laughs> no, it's not that. It's not that long. It feels that long. About seven years, uh, I think. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yes, yeah, so a conference. Um, Conference, these sort of little things we're talking about, conference, the reason we're talking about them is because they tend to be mechanisms that just happen without members and really knowing what's going on and just get involved. And even if you're in a room full of people saying, oh, we need to amend this, we need to propose and second this and all that, just put your hand up and say, I don't understand what's going on. Like, almost, like if the chair is annoyed by that, they shouldn't be the chair of the meeting, frankly. I, I, yeah. I really wish more people would put their hands up and ask questions yeah, because as pe- a chair. Yeah, because people sort of if they go into meetings they feel embarrassed especially if they're yeah. new members or mm-hmm. you know maybe long-standing members who don't get involved because they feel like they can't absolutely you know st- stop stop proceedings and say excuse me what the hell does that mean yeah what, it's fine what, what, what exactly is this where does it go what, well, why is this the, important for the chair it actually slows meetings down not slows them because you don't want meetings lasting forever trust me but um, it slows them down so decisions aren't as quick and aren't as yeah, they're, they're, you know. they're, they're thought out and considered, yeah. Yeah. which is nice. Mm-hmm. But often, but on, but on, but on the other side, I've you know I've been in these meetings where it's just business, where it's oh, just yeah. and and that's mm. horrific as well because people like a little bit of variety in talking and chatting and you know so, so everyone's they want a social creature, as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you want to talk a subject and mm-hmm. see 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 where the land lays on it. Um, yeah. So if you are listening to this on the Wednesday or maybe the Thursday, you've got until Friday coming, which is Friday the eleventh of June, twenty twenty one, by noon to get your constitutional amendments in. If your CLP have voted for that, yeah. Uh, can you do it as an individual? No. Has to go through your CLP for that. Yeah. 
and the nominations or affiliated organisations or affiliated organisations. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the nominations for the candidates for the different positions through your CLP? Through your CLP. So make sure your CLP is on the ball. Well, yeah. I mean, chances are. It's too late now. It's already <laughs> but, yeah. too late, but you know your CLP should have sorted this out already, and you should have had a chance to vote. But and start start looking at officers, the people, because but by by that fri- this Friday, you will know probably the people who are definitely going forward to the final vote. So by Friday, no, yeah, because they'll they'll all the nominations would have come in. So for those positions, which yeah, need but they're not going to announce on Friday. Are they they're going to announce that. Some, oh yeah, fair enough. Some yeah. later, so, later so, points. Some later points. Yeah. So you know, get ready to get involved in those little yeah. things. To, um, yeah. This doesn't affect motions to conference, though, which is which is policy sort of motions. Policy can motions be a bit yeah. longer, but your CLP, if it's submitted a constitutional rule change, won't be able to submit a motion as no, well. No, because you can I, only you can only submit one, which is a really bad rule in my view. But uh, do you know what? Do you know I re- why I reckon that's come about? Because there's over six hundred CLPs. Yeah, and imagine. Each CLP throwing in 600 motions to conference and 600 constitutional amendments. We're a democratic members-based party. Yes, but we've only got three days at conference. And But that's what the constitutional uh, the conference arrangements committee is for. Yeah, okay, so we have a 10-day conference to get through all the all Well, no, the stuff. I, well... The, 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 that's where there sort of there has to be a bit of gatekeeping then, and where you sort of say, "Well, these motions are similar. Let's put them as one motion," you know, and that kind of thing. You have to you have to have a more like back and forth process. But then, this isn't, but then, isn't it, isn't it easier to sort of say to CLPs which is more important to you? This is your annual voice, yeah, to 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 the national party. Oh, no, no, you know, we have an opportunity in Wales for the Welsh Labour Party as well. But in in this circumstance. Um, what's the mo- most important to you? You decide, debate amongst yourselves, and then put that to to us, and we'll take that. I mean, is, is it is it fair that it's what either either or, one or the other? No, not both. Mm. It should be both because because motions to conference, you could do that as an individual. No, I don't think so. Can't you? No. Oh, all right then. Yeah, scrub that one. Mm. Yeah, it's all unfair. All has to be through blooming like, rule book. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it has to be through an, through an official body, but then you have to sort of say, well, the process should be longer. It should be from the end of the last conference. CLP should be thinking about what they're going to submit for the next conference. Deadlines should be brought forward. Things can be consulted and discussed. But the reason that will never happen is because the central party don't take CLP seriously, in my view. Um, that that's a that. Are you sure? Yes. Why? 100%. Why? Because CLPs could function really well as the sort of the, the local group for members, for activists, you know, and and they're constantly bypassed by various different parts of the Central Labour Party. And if that didn't happen, and I know why, because they think it's more streamlined and more efficient, and sometimes it is, and sometimes it needs more to be. Is it d- d- because but it feels more like a presidential sort of setup rather than a, uh, uh, a, 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 a campaign and activist-based setup, rather than bottom bottom up, as we've all said. Yeah, the top down. Well, there's an mantra. illusory there's an illusory sort of argument argument there that you can't have both. And I think you can have both, and I think I think it it actually might work better if you sort of decide. Well, the ultimate body. Let's say this. My God, that sounds like a third way. 
<laughs> it sounds like all the ways. Okay. <laughs> but um you you could have a presidential system which respects and builds up the bottom, you know, from the bottom up. You know, like our leader is elected by all the members and nominations are encouraged from CLPs. Yes. Why can't you do that with everything else? Why can't members submit um nominate uh, motions. motions? Why why not? What's the actual reason? If you if you scaled it back and said, right, from conference... Possibly from, because from something's happened of, in the past where they've gone, no, let's stop doing that. If you did it from the end of conference and you told CLPs you have to open up for motions immediately for the next conference and start discussing them and work it through the year, you could get some pretty good motions from multiple CLPs. Do you know what? You That's know, how it should be done as well. Yeah, like policy. But then, Poli- but, policy and policy forums operate like that within the party. But then here's, here's the thing, because one thing I found, and, and it's, that, that's a good point, is that usually, usually motions to conference get thought of and discussed now, like yeah. May, mm-hmm. and, and by June you've got to submit them. So they're not well thought out or campaigned for that well. There's some really good motions coming through now which I support, and I think in concept they're really good. But when I read the text, I think this is not well thought out. And I won't say which ones they are, because that's not fair on the process as an officer. But they, you know, I really want these ideas to go through and become party policy. But But I also think they're they're too bad to go through at this moment. And they they might get voted down by the more scrutinous of our party. Because because they're they're worded wrongly. Yeah. Yeah, worded poorly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's conference, the, the, the arrangements of conference coming up. And yeah. uh, conference for the Labour Party will be September? Yeah. I think it is, second week of September? Yeah. Some, somewhere on there. Mm-hmm. I, I usually, I, I, I mean, usually for me, it's somewhere around international break for football, which is brilliant because it, it just all works. Um, <laughs> right. Less stress. <laughs> yes. Uh, you wanted you mentioned something before about leveling up. Oh yeah. Right. So I went. What's that? And then you said about. Uh, uh, well, I, I think we've got enough time for before the end of the show to discuss this. Uh, so tell me, Jay, what were you on about when you were talking about leveling up to me before? There's Off a, air, obviously. There's know. a new initiative. You guys didn't hear this. There's a new initiative from Westminster, uh, from Rishi Sunak and others, um, talking about levelling up communities, so having direct funding through local government to areas that need it. Um, you know, is so this is this in England or all of England the UK? and Wales and Scotland and Northern Ireland, all of them? That's where this, so the whole this, of the UK. Yes, that's where okay. this issue comes about. The first issue is a letter which was seen from Rishi Sunak sent out or from the, the community secretary possibly I think it's Rishi Sunak though sent out to members no to voters in one of the by-elections that's coming up I think it's Batley and Spen oh yeah oh yeah we haven't spoken about that yet no and uh, we spoke about it in the last podcast though yeah and, briefly um, but the, you yeah. know but that's before um, I realised George Galloway was standing oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> ah George but um but bless him but the um the, the point is in that letter it basically implies you know heavily infers that you have to vote in a Tory MP to be able to receive this levelling up funding and this what? Te- this technique was used allegedly used in Hartlepool as well which is why they won. What? And voters at the time who spoke to journalists... Well, hang on. They've got Hartlepool, they've got a Conservative mayor or mayor or whatever it is. Yeah, and they've now got Conservative MP as well and they were guaranteed funding. 
they were given the funding and the mp said as much as well she said elect me and you'll get this funding from what so so this is a timeline of of incidences which could be coincidence but but isn't because of you know all of these things and the reason this relates to wales and why i picked i picked it up this morning was because the journalist on politics live in wales basically said challenged the community secretary robert jenrick that's his name and yeah. um basically said isn't this just your attempt to bypass devolved governments which yeah. tend to be not conservative bypass um governments you know yeah yeah well, so democrats the senate holyrood yeah, to get funding London directly Assembly. to areas so you can try and get more labor mps uh sorry conservative Cons- mps yeah and he just he dismissed that obviously because the charge is quite significant of you know based electoral. Corruption. So so what makes you think? And and obviously the journalists think that it is a way of bypassing devolved government. Well, it, it, because well, it, well, no, factually it is. Factually, that is what's happening. Whether it's right or so not, hang on. Is a separate so so are they so are they got to only fund councils within conservative represented areas well it's already been the case that during austerity more funding was was taken from labor-led councils than, than conservative-led councils why why would we assume any different when it comes to funding from this new communities fund especially when we see letters like that with promises like that so i can only work with a tory mp elect a tory mp and you will get that funding is basically what the letter says so they're going to punish areas now for being labor yeah and lib dem well, yeah, and sorry, SMP. not to be more accurate, Unplied. non-conservative, yeah. And whatever else that's... Uh, oh, and also bypassing Democrats, not, and not just not just the Welsh Senate, but also the the, the um, Assembly in Northern Ireland, the Parliament in Scotland, the, um, the various mayoralties across England now, and, you know, different regional forms of government they have over there. This, this is quite a significant form of bypass... You know, and it could but, lead to literally building bypass as well, which is a crap joke I just thought of. <laughs> but then from, okay, from the other, from, I, 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 not that I'd agree with it, but from the other point of view, from someone who has voted Tory in a Tory area, won't they say, well, yes, that's right. They voted for the winners, therefore they get the spoils. Because the basis of this fund being created was to change the methodology of funding for areas which need which needed funding across the four nations which is something you mentioned earlier on about wales not being allowed to yes be yeah well that, that was in the news today i'll just yeah. it's only a brief point mm-hmm. supposedly uh all government workers in westminster have been instructed not to refer to wales as its own country and i'd, I'd assume scotland the same yeah well add, um, up, add up these add up those two stories together and see what you get you know see what's happening see the domination by westminster the domination by the Tory party over our political system. And this little story might become quite a yeah, big story. Yeah, it, it sounds like this one's going to grow a bit. Yeah, or it'll be killed by, so, the, so, by the Tory-owned press. Well, <laughs> so, re- so really, it is a form of bribery to an electorate. Yeah. So that if, but then, but then some, some would argue that if it's, if it's in a manifesto policy, if they get a Tory candidate in, they're going to invest it was from in a, this. It was from a woolly uh, manifesto promise from the 2019 manifesto. Well, I th- to, well hang on, you said, you said it was involved in Hartlepool as well. 
Yeah, but manifestos don't just stop at the general election. No, 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 they don't. Mm. But if you if you're saying that part of the influence in Hartlepool was mm. uh, th- this bribe, yeah. to the electorate, vote for us and you'll get extra funding. Mm. Surely, when it comes to thingy and spend, um, Bakley and spend, think so. Uh, if the, if the same bribe's going to be offered there, and I say bribe in in, the, in not in terms of actual envelopes, I mean it, it's that. Um, dangling a carrot in front of the electorate's face and saying, well, take a bite if you want, but if you if you know, don't vote for us, you ain't getting the carrot. I think the point is... They'll get the stick, they'll get the punishment, they'll get the underfunding, they'll get the, you know, the, the, the councils that can't do bugger all, you know, that scratching around for 50p to fill a pothole. Well, that's, that's what councils have been having to do for the past 10 years, you know, this is... The reality for councils is that they're screwed financially and also, you know, like what electoral and political effect will this have if this becomes the norm? If this becomes a way of funding government is through, well, we need a guarantee from the so electorate. What hap- okay, so so what happens, all right, let's, let's flip it on its head and say, right, in the next general election, uh, enough enough the, the, hypothetically it's it's not it's not possible at the moment given that the polls obviously so all you you know little tories out there don't have a heart attack with this on but say if labor won the next general does that mean that's the policy labor are gonna have to adopt well, what that's what i'm saying what are the long-term consequences because, of allowing this kind because of policy then action? because then what does that mean does labor have to then take funding away from those areas now to balance yeah, to if balance we, if everything we switched, out. If we switch the policies back into, well, let's base our funding on science and, you know, do you know, do you know what I do? Do you, know, do you know what I do in those Tory areas? Then mm. I would, I would privatize the road network, in in residential areas. <laughs> That's a bit punitive. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's the same thing in reverse. No, but this, but this is the problem. This is when politics becomes starts getting really nasty because. When it, I get annoyed when I hear people say, oh my God, well, blame, you know, if you vote to Tory, this is all your fault and blah, blah, blah. It's not. It, it really isn't. Like, until Tories start promising things for, for votes and that kind of thing, and it, and it just all turns into, it, it diminishes the art of politics and it diminishes yeah, what, there's the, no, our democracy. Yeah, and, and you don't get any great statesmen anymore. No, and it's not you even don't that get much any, money either. You know, is... massive political figures who are, mm. you know, e- even if if politically you you, you you disagree with them, there, there's been people in the past where you go, at least I respect them. Yeah. You can't even do that. No. I, ca- I can't respect, the, if this is true, I can't respect the MP of Hartlepool because she was promising voters, elect me and I'll get you a load of money. You know, I can't, I can't, I there can't view that as anything other than rather than corruption. Yeah, ra- yeah, okay. Yeah. There we go. So that's that's leveling up. How's that leveling up? Because it's all part of this idea that we're we're it's it's like targeted funding. So instead of having an act hot, you know, like a big general program of we're going to you know refund infrastructure and all of that across yeah the across and, and let and let the economy let yeah, the money it's, spread it's around target and... fund so it all goes back to george osborne's um northern powerhouse idea oh right yeah you know yeah so it's all that big idea of infrastructure spending and all that so one nation britain yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 and 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 okay okay right so that so there you go ladies and gentlemen leveling up mm. so if you're in a tory area you know expect more funds if you're not well Oh, well, you're completely all out of luck there. Just so happens we are in a Tory area. 
Does that mean? Does that mean the area that we live Only in? Only if we vote Tory next time. Well, no, I thought well, no, because this is one of the consequences as well. Does that mean they're not going to fund places with Tories already unless they prove that they're going to elect Tories again? So hang on, Tory safe seats don't even get the funding. Maybe not. Maybe it's just being used as a just, way to win more seats. Just the marginals. Yeah, that's my that's my theory. What? It's a theory right now. <laughs> it has to be expressed that this is a theory based on a series of evidence. Yeah, 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 yeah. From 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 different pieces yeah, and. But you know, it'd be interesting. And based on our electoral review and our predictions, I might be completely wrong. But <laughs> well, it, I mean, it, it, it might that might come back to bite them in the backside because if that's the case and they're doing those sort of targets, the mm. areas where they're um, marginal or you know Labour seats, that would harden a lot of people who may vote Tory into voting other parties, not necessarily Labour, but other parties, simply because of uh, a feeling of malice towards being underfunded. Yeah. Forevermore. Yeah. Well, we don't, well, we don't that, know. We don't know what the consequence of that is, you know. That'd be interesting. Mm. Um, right. Uh, what's else happening? Oh, corporation tax. That seems to be... Um, Got through, didn't it? On uh, compromise. Well, it got, right. So, have we agreed to this now? I think or? all the G seven have agreed now. We, so fifteen percent. So, so, so the Johnsons agreed to this. I think so. And well, I suppose it's the it's Sunak. Yeah. Well, it's the Treasury, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So, so this has been agreed. I think that's why I read. Possibly, or yeah. is it? Or have they just agreed and we've not? I and don't we, think we. Just, we I don't um, think we're vetoing uh, it anymore because it was lowered right down to fifteen percent. Right, is that it? Right, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. So it it should be twenty one percent. Everyone else wants, wanted twenty one percent, but because our government not just us, Ireland as well. I think we're unhappy. About unhappy. It. With we this. were the only ones who vetoed it. So a minimum of fifteen percent. Yeah, it's not bad. And yeah, well, I, I, funny enough, I saw a tweet by uh, Keir Starmer before that says this the um, the significance of this is that all right, six percent below what it should be. Mm. Uh, at twenty one percent, which is pretty much a global standard for corporation tax in many countries, uh, this will mean we will lose out on eight billion pounds in the coffers per annum per year because of this concession. Eight billion pounds will be lost. Hmm. So, how are we paying for the pandemic again? Leveling up. How are we paying for? Uh, was it the the Brexit dividend? How are, we, how are we paying for 10 years of austerity? Well, plus more. Remember, 10 years plus now. And they're giving away £8 billion. Pounds I think... I'm a gonna, year. I'm going to use that word now. I think it's a bit complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. Oh. We, we can't call this episode It's Complicated as well. Yeah. We did that a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah. So, well, I mean, all right, okay. Maybe that's the... The pessimist in me, sort of thinking, well, that's that's a missed opportunity. But on there's, the other there's side, some places across the world which are tax havens where their tax is like zero. Yes, and I mean, I was going to say less than five percent. Yeah, Let, the political pressure raised on them now is fifteen as yeah. a minimum. So okay, in my help, yeah, might it, it, it might you know, mm. it, no cheaper than fifteen percent. It might give countries a bit of leeway when. They're it, having well, it stops corporations having the incentive to move to move offices yeah. and blah de blah. Yeah. yeah. Uh but as well maybe fifteen percent isn't a bad suggestion because 
It means that certain countries, when they're having financial difficulties or need to re mm-hmm. remodel themselves somehow, just you know, tweaks. Well, the Biden administration they, have acknowledged that this is step one of many yeah, yeah. steps uh, to well, s- to end well globalized tax avoidance. For, yeah, yeah, you know, first, you know, mm. the first part, the the hardest part of a thousand mile journey is the first step. You so say that to people who walk. <laughs> well, listen, listen, listen. I, I once. I knew, went for a walk. The I day. once knew, it was I, the last few steps. I, of the I, I, I once knew two Scottish brothers who said they'd walk five hundred miles, and lo and behold, they walked five hundred more. Yeah, yeah. Just to uh, be that man. Yes, yes. You know him too. Um, yeah. So, so there's that. So yeah, corporation tax, possible. Maybe, maybe on the on on the flip side of it is, is that with that minimum now like i suppose it's like minimum pricing there's they can't fall below that it'll they'll struggle to fall below that they must start putting more of their revenues back into Mm. economic systems because this is this is big um financial policy this isn't this this won't affect us this won't affect the the little guy on 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 the on the production line decade no 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 no. yeah but this is big financial sort of because and, and i'd imagine it's it's a worry that these big multinational corporations are taking so many or so much um, mm. financial capital out of the economic system and hoarding it away that it, it is slowing and dragging the system down to a, to well, a halt. It, it's creating dead money. A lot. And stopping the flow yeah. of, of economic... And what, and what happens when... The flow of capital. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And, then, and, that, and, that, and that is... And this is the thing where they got, you get a lot of people going on, capitalism is dead. Capitalism is all of this bad, bad thing. But it, capitalism wasn't meant to be this. Capitalism is the free flow of capital, not the hoarding of capital, not the accumulation. Capitalism doesn't work mm. when when these big multinationals and groups hoard hoard all this money away and hoard, hoard all of the finances away because it because it means it, it, like a well-oiled engine you've got to have oil like money in an engine in an economic engine to let it turn if you take the oil out the engine the engine seizes up and that's when that's what the, the you know this ha- you can see it happening around you yeah just look around you that's what yeah. you know just it, well you know yeah look around you like you know just <laughs> <laughs> sorry i'm swearing again right, but yeah, it's just you, obvious. By the way, in the last happening. episode, I I have had did one. You swear, did I swear a lot? Oh, oh! <laughs> I, when when I was, I was like, oh, I've got to edit that. I've, I was right, talking I've about Cummings. What do you expect? <laughs> do I have to edit his surname? Do I have to bleep his the first part of his surname? And if you're making jokes about it, which you do, oh right, so yeah. oh I did. I used yeah. it in the title. Yeah, Cummings and Goings yeah. of marriage. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, one last thing before I think. Where are, oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're on we're three quarters now. Mm-hmm. Considering these were only half an hour, little little snippets. So I think, yeah, I think we're well. doing well not to stick to that. Um, uh, supposedly, and and I have seen this, and I've seen um, it's the GP surgeries in NHS England that are now being asked or be or, or there's there's something involved where the data of the patients is now up for sale, and that there is a form that people must fill in in England to uh, not give consent for your data to be used, sold, or or moved around by to third parties. Yep. So, when... Um, the, it, 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 I'm, I'm trying not to get angry about this one because it seems like 
it's a little bit heartless that when people are sick and ill and are in real big life-changing moments that that data and that information is being capitalized on and monetized in a way that certain businesses and 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 companies can then target individuals for you know for services and products or whatever or or or, or even um or other you know you let your imagination go away with you on that one um considering it's confidential information so when the tories said that the nhs was safe with them is this what people were expecting this is the problem with the media they dumbed down that debate about our nhs is not for sale during the election they dumbed it down so much that we forgot that there's other ways of selling parts of the nhs yeah and it's than people, turning it, it into an american and, and all, system. all yeah and all you people in england you know, I'm, we're in Wales. Right. Yeah, this is so not this, a scam. You seriously need to look yeah. at protecting I, your I, data. I, I, this I is looked, a genuine thing that's I looked happening. into it because yeah. I, saw, I saw the um, the, the little bump on it. Mm-hmm. There is a form that it's you real. must... Yeah. yeah, it's real. Mm-hmm. You must fill in and complete it quite soon, actually. It's not, yep. it's not, it's not far. I think it's July. Mm. Um, where if you have not filled in this form, your data from your GP will be passed on to other departments and groups and third parties... And and you you, it's it's um so uh, presumed consent or what what did you call um, it? It's implicit consent. Implicit consent. Well, well, implicit consent is used in the, for legitimate purposes all the time, but this is not a legitimate. Purpose. No, I mean we've we've got presumed con- of implicit consent in Wales for being an organ donor. That's a slightly different thing, but it is yeah yeah no, that is sort of the same idea. You, yeah. you, you have mm-hmm. to opt out to not be an organ. donor. Everyone's yeah. an organ donor in Wales, mm. unless you say you're not. So you know, so, so the, the the stocks of organs and bloody blies is quite high in Wales, mm. but in 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 England, it's you've got to opt out for your personal medical information to not be sold to Starbucks or whoever else to find out what goes wrong in your body and what what traumas that you've had. It's this is immoral. Yeah, this is immoral. Well, it's amoral, and that's why. You know, you shouldn't let the health system be controlled by capitalism <laughs> or any system. Amoral, immoral. The Tories are not considering morality. Sorry, hang on. The, the Tories are not considering morality at all. That's what my point. They're not even. They're not. It's not even on the spectrum of morality. You, they're just behaving like it doesn't matter. So, as in, there is no morality no, at all. They don't care. Is that what you mean by immoral? Yeah, they don't Rather care about immoral, which is, I think, it just goes against it, morality. Yeah, it's against the right thing to do. Whereas amorality means they're nothing. Not, they're not even considering they, mor- they morals at all. Yeah. Okay. That's why we have laws oh. to stop people acting like nothing matters. When when people <laughs> say, "What's the point of voting for this, certain parties?" Mm-hmm. This is it. Yeah. And when they say. Oh yeah, but you know what? What's the Welsh? What's well, it's not Welsh Assembly anymore. But what's the Welsh Senate done for us? The big one, right here, right here. They the Welsh, just don't do Welsh Labour government are like not this. going to sell your bloody medical information to Google or Facebook. That's what they're not going to do. Cross the border. Oh, mm. get get ready for it. Because every time that you go to the doctors now for anything, I guarantee you, you'll go through your Facebook profile and there it is. Oh, got a bad knee? There'll be adverts for you. Knee pads, walkers, chairs. 
you know, you name it, and it'll all come at a nice glittery price. And how the hell did they know that you needed that? And then it gets to the point where who, and, and, and this is this thing, when it gets to medical information like that, and, and do you know what, I just thought one another thing. What happens if that this government goes a little bit further right still? What happens if, if your information, your private information goes that far, that certain personal things to do with you, whether it, I mean, it could be, um, could be a part of the LGBT community, especially if you're the part of the T. Mm. What happens if this government or the, a future government decides that, no, we don't like you anymore, and they come for you? You're going to help then? What are you going to do? You're going to stop it? What happens if, you know, that certain information comes out that, oh, well, we don't like haemophiliacs anymore? We're not gonna. We're gonna. We're not gonna give them anything anymore. So we're gonna w- victimize these people. Do you know what? One this the, information could mm, go further than just commercialization. Do you know what one of the protector characteristics is? So you've got like a, a five protector characteristics that have to go through consent before you can just send it off. Go on. Trade union membership. Just so, to bring it full circle back on. round to. So you know they if they could sell whether whether you're a member of a trade union or not. That kind of thing. So you know, like it—it it really is quite scary what's slowly happening, information and data and that kind of thing. It's not relevant to this this particular issue. No, 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 no. But, England, the, but, but this is the thing. It's always when when these sort of things when when other parties and it's not necessarily like I said, it's not necessarily commercial business. It's which other parties are going to be allowed to purchase this data. Does that mean that? political interest or certain yeah. in political mm. groups who have issues with certain groups of other people if they then purchase information are they then in you know do they have full listings of right we've got this 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 area here is an area we need to target because it's got all of those kind of people in yeah that's all we'll have. yeah this this is a scary precedent yep and and, and this and this is coming off the back of you know, them saying, what was it, £350 million a week going extra to the NHS. And actually, nah, they're just flogging off everything. That Everything that is you. Everything that is you. Well, they're, they're just, everything they're, that is personal to you. They're, they're flogging it off. They're just flogging. They're, again, it comes back to the NHS is not safe in their hands, but they didn't lie because the media didn't push them on it. They're not selling the buildings, the doctors, the, me- the, you know, the system, the medicine. You know, they're just selling everything else they're just selling you know all of it until it's a shell and and then they say and then i guarantee you then they'll say it's not fit for purpose it doesn't work anymore mm. and then they'll well, t- it's the bus stop fallacy isn't it what, you stop you stop sending a bus a bus there every to a bus stop every day then less people use the bus stop you say oh the usage has gone down. We'll stop sending buses. Or you do what? Or you do what Beeching did with the um, with the railway station. Well, it's the same. That that's the technique. That's what. That's how they do it. Station. This this is the mm. point. I mean, completely off topic, but um, Beeching did his reports mostly mid morning on quiet railway stations. Yeah. When there were commuter stations, mm-hmm. so he listed them as zero. When if he'd have gone at eight to half eight in the morning, there were thirty people using that particular station, and it's the same same principle. People stop using the NHS because they don't trust it. People stop going to their GPs because they feel that every part of their body's been sold off 
to some third party they want nothing to do with. So what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Go private? Or GPs will start, you know, making different diagnoses based on the fact that they can sell the data. You know, I'm not saying GPs will do that, but that's what happens in America. You know, they yeah, will, yeah. they will target specific pharma- pharmaceutical companies to get better deals and all that kind of stuff. You know, all of this kind of stuff is it's commercialization of health and yeah, this is the drug you know, that you never knew you needed yeah. until now yeah because we sold all your data yeah. to a private company Ooh. and they told us Ooh. we've got a drug for you yeah yeah so can't sleep and then suddenly an advert comes up you know sleeping pills the best sleeping pills around Put you to sleep quicker than Jabez Oaks on a 10-minute podcast. <laughs> 10 minute podcast? Yeah, when, yeah, yeah. When are we ever going to achieve that? No, no, I mean, they're asleep by 10 minutes. Right, okay. Uh, speaking of not 10 minutes. Yeah, speaking of, <laughs> well, what are we on now? Oh, we're coming up to the hour. Right, I think... Um, it's death by a thousand cuts. This isn't what that policy is. This isn't happening now, but it's this is step one of what will happen. The same with the levelling up. It's all the same thing. Slow steps towards something that's not quite yeah. very nice at all. But do you know what we're doing in the Labour Party? Arguing amongst ourselves. Yep. This, all of this is happening. All of this is happening. And what have we, what have we got? People saying, oh, we're not going to fund you. Oh, we're not going to support you. Oh, you're not, you're not the right kind of left. Get with a bloody picture. Everyone pull together, for God's sakes. Right, on that happy note, I think it's time to end the show. Are you happy to end the show, Jay? I'm getting... I'm, a bit you know, scared. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Right then, for all of you people, all of you humanoids out there in podcast land, uh, if you've enjoyed this show, or, or you, I don't know, you can enjoy this show. It's really been a bit... Or you're of, just angry. Ah, yeah, you're just angry. <laughs> If you if if you if you if you think what I said was reasonable and well thought out and well mannered, I don't know about well mannered, but and uh, you thought that Jay was completely talking out of his backside, you can comment and tell us your viewpoints. You can get in touch. You can tell us what you think. We'll read your comments out by all means, but we need your comments first. So. To get in touch, you can email us at labourpod at gmail.com. You can send us messages via Twitter and Facebook, and you can uh, find us at labourpod. Don't forget to subscribe, share if you like, certainly give us a like, and um, even comment on the different platforms that you might be hearing this on, but not iTunes or iPod or whatever it is, or iConnect or Podcast Connect. I'd... I, Apple, can go and kiss a new one um, because we're still not allowed on that platform yet. I can't, I can't figure it out. Not allowed? Well, I say not allowed. I just can't figure it out because it's just a, a, a stupid, stupid... Oh, by the way, um, thank you for everyone who's recently uh, followed us on Twitter. There's been a hell of a lot of you uh, in recent weeks following us, including different CLPs and branches of the Labour Party. Even some MPs are now... Listening to this, you know, little well, show. Following us on Twitter, we don't have to listen. Well, I'd assume they're listening. I hope they are. Yeah. But but then if if you are if you're an MP, if you're a Labour MP and you you fancy a chat on the show, by all means get in touch, or even a councillor or whoever. If you fancy a chat and you're you're a Labour representative, we want to hear from you. Okay, then. So this is it until next week. So hopefully we'll have had another sunny week. Lovely in the garden, though. I, my, all my all my flowers are growing like hell. 
All of them blue. Are they? Yes. <laughs> got no red rose. No, there's no. Well, I've got a rose bush. I've got have one been, red. Have you sold them? No, mm. no. I've got one rose bush, which is obviously a, a red rose. But you know, you've got to have a red rose. But you know, anyway. But all all the rest of my flowers are blue. Oh, by the way, Carlo Ancelotti, go f*** yourself. Uh, anyway, so we'll end at the um. We'll end. Do we get to do that now? Just shout random names and tell them to. No. <laughs> I, that is a special one for him. Okay. That is a special one for him that, for just leaving. Oh, is that an Everton? That's thing? an Everton thing. Oh, okay. All I know is, and I saw, I saw it. All I know is the next time Everton go, you know, and and it's going to be a nasty atmosphere. It's going to be a nasty. It's going to be horrible. But the next time we play Real Madrid away, it's going to be a bad one. Okay. Shut up! Don't look at me like that. I don't know anything that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Right then, so yeah, like I said, remember to follow us, give us a comment, give us a like, give us a share. But until next time, humanoids, from our, your local friendly neighbourhood councillor, Councillor Jabez Oaks. Bye. And from me, your host, David Vaughan, have a great week and we'll speak to you again next week on the same podcast time, on the same podcast channel. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Yes, and the water on the plain falls uphill. The flowers will grow in December. (laughs) (laughs) The pigeon is out of the cage! The pigeon is out of the cage!